a few days after Christmas, I said something to Callie that set off a afternoon long heated discussion. Was it an argument? Probably not. Was it even a fight? Not exactly. But it was definitely a holiday related tension filled afternoon while we navigated a few things. So we're going to dig into that. Also, if you are a Georgia Bulldogs fan, I have a question for you. In the shadow of winning the second national championship in as many years, last night, I have a question for you about that game. All that and more on today's show. You are an upsider living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience and helping other people do the same. Welcome to the Upside. Update packet with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of the Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Wednesday, January 11th. My name is Jeff Dollar. Today, I am grateful for breakfast meats that aren't bacon. This has been a like mind exploding week for Jeff. I feel like in the breakfast meat department. I just I'm over bacon, and it's. It's getting expensive. Well, everything's getting expensive. Bacon's been, bacon's expensive. And the quality to me is all over the place. When I feel like a few years ago, you could go buy, I would get the thick cut Oscar Mayer brand mm-hmm. bacon. And it was consistently fine. good. It's fine. It was yeah. the same. It was consistent. And now I feel like bacon's all over the place. So... I've been experimenting with different meats to have in the morning, like a turkey sausage or um, a pork sausage and links versus patties, et cetera, et cetera. And I I think I've settled on cubed ham to make into an omelet. And I'm a creature of habit. So I feel like a little one egg or two egg ham and cheese omelet is going to be my Go to breakfast for the next 30 days. That's or really so. good. 60, yeah. And I'm kind of proud of myself. That ham that we found, I can't remember what the brand is, but it's like I found it at Publix and it's really good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this is like, I don't even know this Jeff. Jeff, I know eats bacon for breakfast. Yeah. And the ham, I've, I don't know. I'm sure it's uh, ham used to be a, or bacon used to be a weekend thing. Mm-hmm. I feel more comfortable eating the ham bacon to me feels too decadent for breakfast during the week. I don't know why that's funny. It's just a weird thing, but the ham I feel can be more of a daily or every other day thing. Maybe cause bacon's a little high maintenance. Maybe. Yeah. It's like a whole thing. It's yeah. not like a, Hey, throw it together. Like you can throw like ham, cheese, onions, peppers, whatever, like into a thing and have breakfast ready in five minutes. Bacon's yeah. more of like a commitment, which you- I think is like, Right. You know, it's like pancakes. Like yeah. You got to have a whole thing. You got to get it out. You got to make it. It's not like it, we just don't do it during the week because it's just in, more involved. Yeah. Um. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for our washer and dryer. And I'm grateful for we have a quick wash setting on our oh, washer. It's great. Here's what I want to know. Why? What's with the quick wash? And like, why is it different? Like, why would I not quick wash every time? I, I'm, I might start doing that to be honest. Cause it's a 20 minute, <clears throat> excuse me. It's a 20 minute difference uh-huh. in time. Right. So I think like an hour and three minutes 
or something is our normal setting mm -hmm. on the washer. And then if you do the quick one, it's like 45 minutes. I mean, it's a huge difference. And it's saving water and it's saving energy and nothing that we have. Maybe we need to use a, a intense, you know, a normal setting or a, a tough wash setting. If we have some of Ellie's clothes that have gotten really dirty. Maybe. Or like maybe like towels. Yeah. But sheets for every day. Pants and t-shirts. You know what I mean? Rapid wash. Why not? Yeah. It's not like they're getting less clean, right? They're I don't just, think so. I don't know. They're just like, I think they're getting as clean faster. Well, and it's not like I remember when I used to work, I worked at Outback Steakhouse. It was on yeah. Roswell Road Yep. when I was 16 years old. And I would come home every day smelling like a blooming onion, of course. no matter what. I mean, cause that's just what it smelled like in there, I guess. Yes. That smell is so hard to get. Like that is not a rapid wash. But I bet, it, I bet it could be. I bet it could be. Really? Yeah. Well, that was, I, I was going to say, I would use like normal wash for that. And then, you know, rapid wash for everything else. Anyways, that is what is I'm the, grateful for. Is that the smelliest job you've ever had? Um, the smelliest was actually P.F. Chang's. P.F. Chang's smelled more intense. I was going to say worse, but it's just. It's just a different smell. Well, here's the thing. So worse. I did catering for P.F. Chang's for a hot minute. And I would have to take the food and box it up and put it in my car. So like my uh, whole yeah. car, even yeah. if I put it in the trunk, would smell like it, not even Chinese food, like a, like a walk or something. You know what I mean? Mm. Like just something that had been grilled all the time. And all my clothes did, like I had to have, I worked, I think probably like five or six days a week and I had black clothes for all of them. Cause that's what we had to wear. And I would have to like, have enough black clothes because I couldn't rewear the same thing. Because it would smell. Because it would smell. Yeah. I, I think I'm pretty lucky that I've never had a smell. I don't think I've ever had a smelly job. Really? Uh -huh. Even when you were busing, you didn't smell weird? I mean, I it, that that was my very, very first job. And I was 15. I was, I was whatever age I could legally work up to 10 hours a week. And... I, w I don't think I would have noticed if it was. You know what's weird is I can still remember the smell, like the blooming onion smell. I haven't been out back in 15 years probably, but I can still smell how it smelled on my clothes. Yeah. Like that is a smell that will never die in my brain. It's a core memory for me. If you are a Georgia Bulldogs fan, congratulations. 65 to seven was the final score in the national championship, which was held last night. It was the biggest win in a, any bowl game, biggest, whatever, spread, difference in score, any bowl game in the history of whatever. And the game was held in, in California. If you are, if, if you're a hardcore sports fan, because I'm not, Callie's not, do you, and, and you get a chance to attend something like the, the national championship on the other side of the country for your team. Do you want it to be an embarrassing, a nail biter or an embarrassingly lopsided blowout? Yeah. Cause I feel like this was people spent thousands and thousands of dollars to go to this game. Right. This is going to be, you know, for some people, they're not going to take a vacation for two years. They're not going to go on a trip for two years because they're, 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 you know, spent all their money on, on this, like, this yeah. is their thing. Mm -hmm. And if I you, feel like I would be let down 
a little bit. I like, I know you want to see your team win, but you want to feel like your team fought for it. And there was like grit and they overcame something. Right. And then you can like, I don't know, but that's just me. What do I know about sports? Absolutely nothing. Well, it was, the, what was it? The last game, the Ohio you're, State. You're asking the wrong person. It was New Year's Eve, remember? Because we were watching the countdown on Ryan Se with Ryan Seacrest. And then we also had the game up and the game ended right at midnight. But that was a nail biter. That would be worth blowing through the your savings account. The adrenaline rush. That You're paying be, for the adrenaline. That would be worth running up your credit card. This game was 38-7 at halftime. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, and, and, and I think if, if like 50-something by the end of the third quarter, and that's almost the point where the coaches could be like, y'all just want to go get ice cream. Right. You know, like, right. let's just, you know, let's just, we'll just end it here. Yeah. I'm so. sure that's what they say, by the way, Mr. Yeah. Sport. Uh, I posted on Instagram a couple of weeks ago over our Christmas break that I bought a ton of Christmas stuff on sale after Christmas and all of it's brightly colored. And my Instagram freaked out because that is not my aesthetic. It's not normally my vibe. It's not. It sounds so snobby to say that's not my aesthetic. But everybody has something that makes them feel. And everybody does. Yeah. Like peaceful. Like, okay, it's a fancy word, but. It, I know. It's just funny to say, oh, that's not my aesthetic. It's not usually my style. Right. I'm style. Usually, that's that. Yeah. I'm usually team grayish and I'm fine with that because it, I like my home to feel peaceful and calm and, you know, whatever. So Jeff broke my heart a little bit over the holidays because he said, we got to talk about all of your like white grayish Christmas decorations because we have a kid now. And I really think that she needs more Santa excitement in our house. And I, I, I got to admit it was a little hard for me because it, I mean, aesthetics aside, like, you know, I'm so proud. I'm like, Oh, I'm a grown up, and I have this like nice fancy tree. And I like spent so much time picking out the right decorations and all of this stuff. And it's like a, you know, wife, married lady, bucket list adult thing for me to have this like beautiful, fancy Christmas tree and, and surrounding decor. I, had no clue that Jeff was going to like even think that we should do anything different. Like I thought you liked my decor and I, then we, I do. I think your, your decor is fine. I would always make fun of you for it because our tree was always white. Our tree looked the same every year. Mm -hmm. It was white lights and kind of gold great, which is fine. It looked very classy, mm -hmm. but we have an Ellie now and you know, knock on wood, uh, another one coming by next Christmas or at least the Christmas after that. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, look, it was, uh, it was hard to hear. Like there are some things in marriage or, you know, that are hard to hear. That was hard for me to hear, but I get it. And I was like, you know what? Okay. So we, this conversation well, what was, was like hours long. I mean, this was like a long conversation. What was hard to hear? Um, that you, well, I think you were like not in the best mood when you addressed it. Like it's fine now, but I think at the time you were also irritated about something else maybe. So the way you said it really 
hurt well, my feelings because of the way you said it, which was not the best. And this is like what happens when you, you know, are in an argument, you say things that you don't necessarily mean. But I said, I feel like you're telling me I'm ruining Ellie's Christmas. And you go, well, you are. It's your fault. didn't say it, did I say I, that? You did. You said it's your fault. And I was like, oh my gosh. Oh, well, the, the <clears throat> yeah, I do remember saying that. And I'm sorry if it came across harsher than I meant it. But I had made a lot of jokes, as I do, about the lack of color when it came to our holiday decorations. holiday decorations. And I had implied a lot that we need to get more colorful stuff because Ellie's watching the Grinch and there's, you know, Whoville and all of this stuff and it's bright. And I said, if you look around, we don't even have a, a, a Santa Claus. Mm -hmm. I think we have a, I think we have a black, literally, I think we had a gray and white stitched pillow with a Santa Claus face on it, mm -hmm. but we didn't even have a Santa Claus in the house. And I said, we just, and I had, I had joked about it a lot. And then you responded to one of those jokes by saying, are you telling me that, that Ellie doesn't think our house is Christmassy or fun? And I said, yeah. Yeah. So anyways, I, I, I think that, it, yeah. it was a fight. It was a really long conversation, but I was like, you know what? Jeff is right. We need to. And here's, here's what I was thinking in my head. My grandparents, my dad's parents, bless them, loved, loved their house, loved going to their house for Christmas, but they were a product of the like tinsel. They always had like colored lights on their tree and yes. tinsel and yes. all of this stuff. Okay. Yes. I, that's what I had in my head. And I was like, I, I don't want to go that far like that because I think you can do a colorful, great, fun, Santa filled, magical Christmas, but do it in our way. So I was like, you know what? Okay. I see this as like, I'm going to, my olive branch was, I went to this like after Christmas sale and I bought all of these things that are so cute that I love. I think they're adorable. They are kind of like a, like a Candyland slash Cindy Lou who vibe thing. And I, that was like my olive branch to Jeff, but I think there is a compromise between tinsel Christmas from the sixties and, you know, modern Christmas with, you know, colorful things that'll be exciting for Ellie or whatever. So that's but what I went I, in. I think Christmas can be different every single year. Like doesn't have to be exactly the same. We could do tinsel on a tree. I mean, I, I think tinsel's, I don't think anybody does tinsel anymore mm. the three kind of sell tinsel where you kind of throw a mess yeah where you throw it on the tree yeah yeah i don't even think i know that exists anymore but what i was trying to convey is oh i know how the whole thing happened i said that we're going to start trading years i said next year's yeah. my year because i want colorful i want color bright lights on the tree i want colored lights not white Mm -hmm. And that's what started the whole conversation. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it has to be the same Christmas. I, I'm surprised that you're saying that because it's part of the, you love tradition and you want tradition for Ellie. The tree is the tradition. Right. But you're just saying we could, we could trade off decorating the tree every other year. We could trade off how we do the lights or what decoration, what box of decorations we choose from. But the, to me, Christmas decorations, it's okay being chaotic and mismatched. I think you have this, you have this block where our house has to look like a pottery barn window. It's not has to, it's just what I like. I know. 
And what I'm saying is I don't think that unless you are a rich person, I don't think that exists. But did you like all the stuff that I went and bought? Like yeah. The color? Yeah. So I think that's like part of it. Um, anyway, so, and I also bought like mice crawling up the tree for next mm -hmm. year. I yep. bought red and white pom-pom garland for our tree next year. Walmart, $3. Great. Yep. Um, so anyway, so that's what we were talking about over the holidays. I feel like people don't talk about this stuff enough about like, you know, it's like, oh, the holidays are so perfect and magical, but like sometimes you fight and that's what we fought over. And that's why I bought bright Christmas decor. Um, but I'm really proud of myself and I think it's really pretty and I'm excited to like, you know, make my little, you know, Santa's workshop vibes over here for I, next year. I think the, um, the bigger topic here, and this is something that I'm actually really proud of us for is we have been doing a really good job of lately. I feel like we have been doing a really good job of auditing what so what we're doing and, and, and pivoting to what serves us. I feel like for, a, I think you and I are both the type of people who get into patterns or routines and, and just decide that's the way it is. For example, with the Christmas decorations, I think this year it was important for me seeing how much Ellie liked big, bright, colorful things. Mm -hmm. That's why I said something. But in my head, I would just say, well, the Christmas tree does look really good. And we've already, we already have all these decorations. So mm -hmm. why bother buying more? I'm mm -hmm. the king of that. Mm -hmm. And I think you and I have, and I think you, you have those tendencies as well. And I think you and I have both done a really good job of being more flexible than we ever have to move in a direction of, of things that better serve us. Does that make yeah. sense? Well, and it's weird because I hadn't even thought like we we also like have we have traditions of what we've been doing since we were like dating and um married. Like we always go to your um best friend's house for Christmas Eve and then on Christmas Day we go to my parents and all of this stuff. And um the question that I asked myself like when we were doing this like, you know, I don't want to call it a Christmas audit. It sounds so formal, but just talking about like, what do we want? I'm like, you know what? I haven't even thought about what I want or, you know what I mean? And I would love to host. Like that's one of my favorite things you love to cook. I was like, it hadn't even crossed my mind that maybe we say, oh my gosh, I would like to host. Either like Christ Either Christmas Eve or Christmas day. Yeah. Just like, oh my gosh, that would be so fun Yeah, because we love like being home. I love the whole hosting aspect. You love the cooking aspect. So we, and we love doing that together and we always have so much fun. Didn't even cross my mind. Right. And, and which is like, why, and, why? That's why the like life audit stuff is really helpful. Cause you're like, wait, do I actually, is there I, a way that I would enjoy this more? Oh my God, there is. That's the question. Is there a way that this would be, I don't, I don't know. I wish because we stumbled on it. I think we just started doing it and I wish there was a moment or a question or some sort of wisdom to share, but it really is because we, the conversation started with lights on the Christmas tree, right? And then it became this whole big Christmas week thing. And we, it, it ended, we were excited. Yeah, at, we at, were really excited. And all the, the possibilities that we didn't really realize. So I wish there was a, a bit of a, 
you know, advice or wisdom or a line or something. That well, I, I think the point is like, do if there is something that you're in your life that you've been doing for a long time, like take a second and be like, huh, do I like it this way? Is this what oh. I want? And then make a change. Is that make a change? Do it right now with Christmas. How was your holiday break? How was your Christmas? Yeah. Did everything go? How was your new year? Because for one of the things that we talked about was the going to dinner with my best friend. We've done that for 10 years. It's great. But you know what? Now that we have Ellie, it might be cool to stay at home and make hot, make hot chocolate and open Watch one present. Watch a Christmas movie. Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Like pajamas or whatever. We just haven't thought of that. So anyway. Audit your life. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. My friend was dating a girl who broke both of her legs. He had a wheelchair, so he was loaning it to her. Well, when they broke up, he took the wheelchair back. Guess who came crawling back to him? Have a joke for Ellie's Comedy Club? Have a comment on something we've talked about or an idea for the show? Call or text Callie and Jeff. 800-434-5454. Callie loves our Caraway kitchenware. It's a brand new year, and if you've been thinking about upgrading your kitchenware, your pots, your pans, your bakeware, etc., Caraway is the way to go. Non-toxic kitchenware that looks great. Callie loves it because it's easy to use, it's easy to clean, and it looks really, really pretty sitting on the stove. All sets come equipped with easy access storage solution. No stacking is required. Gone are the days of missing lids. and Gone are the days of having to hide your pots and pans because they don't look good. Caraway is talking about form, function, beauty, as well as practical non-toxic cooking surfaces. And because you're an Upside listener, you can go to carawayhome.com slash Upside10 and get 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive to Upside listeners. So go to carawayhome.com slash Upside10 or use code Upside10 when you check out. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. You heard Jeff do our in and out list for 2023, right? And one of the things on there that was out for me is morning coffee. And the way I wake myself up and I choose to start my day is with water. It wakes you up. You feel so refreshed. Not to mention, it's really good for your skin. It helps in your workouts and it really generally adds to a better quality of life. Hydration is amazing. It is the key to so many wonderful things in life. Highly recommend. That said, um, some people have a hard time drinking water. Jeff Dollar is one of them. So we keep liquid IV stocked in our pantry. Um, he has been drinking strawberry liquid IV lately. My favorite is lemon lime. And it's a, it's a pack packet, a little packet of powder that you put in 16 ounces of water and it hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone. So it's a great way to get your water in to feel better. We highly recommend also very good for hangovers. So definitely something you want to keep stocked in your pantry like us. Grab your liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco, or you can get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code upside at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop better hydration today using promo code upside at liquidiv.com. 
getting treatment for whatever is bugging you about your skin is convenient and simple. You can do it from the comfort of your own home with Apostrophe. They are an online platform that's going to connect you with an expert dermatology team to get you customized treatment for your unique skin. Whether you're dealing with breakouts or acne or signs of aging or acne scarring, whatever it is, Apostrophe's mission is going to empower you and make you feel confident and comfortable in the skin you're in. How does it work? You go online and answer some questions about your current health and skin condition. You also upload a few photographs and an expert board certified dermatologist is going to review that and create your initial customized treatment plan. And if you need prescription treatments for what they are talking about, then they will take care of that as well. We have a special deal for Upside listeners. Get your first visit for only $5 at apostrophe.com slash upside when you use our code upside. It's a savings of 15 bucks. This code is only available to Upside listeners. To get started, go to apostrophe.com slash upside and click get started and then use our code upside to sign up. You'll get your first visit for only five bucks. Thank you, Apostrophe, for sponsoring today's episode. We appreciate our Upside partners, and we appreciate you for supporting them. For more information on any advertiser on the Upside, visit CallieandJeff.com. If you've been around the show for a long time, you will remember that in 2020, we reached number one on Podcast Magazine's Hot 50 list. And we remained in the number one position for a bunch of months. It was awesome. I think it was a year. A full, I think it was more than a year. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. And what's so cool about that is that position was voted on by podcast listeners. So you, as an upside community, collectively put us into the number one spot, which is really neat. And uh, another show in our all of the shows in our network have made appearances on that list, which is cool. And and Certified Mama's Boy has been consistently number one for I think the past year or so. But so neat. Podcast Magazine has gone out of business. What? <laughs> yeah. So. Seriously? Yeah. So we were the rate. We, we've been in the top 10 ever since the first or second month. We've been number one for a crazy number of months. Same thing with Certified Mama's Boy. Here's the. He, well, I'm going to have to change my email signature. Why does it say that? On, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh Podcast Magazine's number one podcast. Yeah, gone. Here's what's funny. The the guy who ran Podcast Magazine posted about it on social media. Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, as many of you, as anybody who knows me personally, you know that I recently opened a funeral home in San Diego. So he moved from podcasting to the funeral business. Oh my God. I, I told uh, Kramer that, the Kramer who hosts Certified Mama's Boy, and I said, hey, just a heads up, you can stop soliciting for votes because the magazine's gone. And he said, what does that say? What is that saying about podcasting that this guy is bailing on the podcast industry? For death. For death. 
for burying people. <laughs> so anyways, if you ever cast even one vote for us, thank you so much. We appreciate it. It's always going to be really, really cool bragging rights, especially because it's community voted. But I just thought it was funny that the guy bailed. So funny. And the guy bailed for, for, for funerals. And we, so we have to come up with like a new tagline now or like a new award to win or something. So we have something fresh on our, I, you know, are you over that? I don't think we, I don't think we need it anymore. Yeah. I think when, when we're stat, when we were establishing ourselves and we were new, we made, you know, Apple podcast, top 10. That's great. Podcast magazine. Number one. That's great. We got nominated for a couple of podcast uh, awards, podcast awards mm -hmm. that truly, I mean, people say, Oh, it's an honor to be nominated. Like it, it we, really is. It we got a trophy. Yeah. We got a little, two little trophies. And so that, so that was cool. But since then, I mean, we've got a, a pretty successful little network of shows mm -hmm. and all of our, our, our podcast hosts are, are so great and so talented and the upside is still plugging along and we still sell our gratitude journals and we still have an advisory hoard and we're making money. We're making, you know, a living and we're trying to figure out how to make a, we're making money. We're paying our rent. We're yeah. We're, I mean, yeah, but we're, we're growing and it's just, we don't need that stuff. All right. We're, we're doing it. We don't need the fluff. Because we got the product now. Here are your three random things for today. Your first random thing is there is a McDonald's that is being touted as the best McDonald's in the world. Now, to me, I'm like, okay, what do they have? Is it because they have like a cooler soda machine than everyone else? I don't know. At this location, it is in the UK. You, he, um, you can get chicken sandwiches with truffle mayo. And you can get your McFlurries made with Cadbury chocolate. I, that's not a real McDonald's, though. I knew you were going to say that. I knew it. You can also get nacho cheese wedges filled with spicy jalapeno, which sounds so good. Um, and apparently it's totally crushing it. But I agree. It, it like doesn't. If, it's, like a, if it's not available at one in the morning at the McDonald's near a college campus, you know, then, mm -hmm. it, should, then it shouldn't qualify as... I, th I think a fast food restaurant just need, a McDonald's just needs to be evaluated on the consistency of its fries. Yes, there's one hundred percent. There's nothing worse than when you get a McDonald's craving, you go through the drive-through, and the fries are substandard. Yep. But when the fry when, when McDonald's fries are perfect, man, I I know people are will rise up against me for this, but a perfect McDonald's fry is better than a Chick Fil A fry. Totally. Uh, I'm surprised you agreed with that. You're a Georgia kid. Mm, McDonald's has M McDonald's for me is nostalgic. Yeah. So it's not that like if I did a blind taste test, would it be better? I don't know. But the nostalgia of being a McDonald's kid from the eighties is something that will never die in me. You know what I mean? Like I had my birthday parties at McDonald's. Yeah, me too. Like it was, I mean, that might have been like a peak yeah. Moment in my life. It's my McDonald's birthday, you know? Yep. I mean, it'll it'll always hold a special place in my heart. Um, your second random thing is if you are a person who suffers from heartburn before taking antacids, try using honey. Uh, just put a tablespoon of honey in your mouth and uh, swallow it. It'll coat the esophagus, which shields it from stomach acid. But there are also healing properties in the honey that help uh, fix your damaged esophagus stuff pipe <laughs> your pipe 
And your third random thing for today is that Kate Winslet is, in my opinion, like one of the best humans. She's someone that I would be, I feel like if I met her in real life, I would think she's as great as I think she is when she's on the screen. And she, there's a viral video going around of her uh, being interviewed by a journalist. And the journalist says, this is my very first interview. And she's like, you know what? This is going to be a great interview because I say it's going to be a great interview. So let's decide that right now. You can ask me anything that you want That's awesome. and I'm going to help you through this interview. And I just thought that was awesome. Did Not my typical third random thing, but did you watch the interview? Was it good? Um, I didn't watch the interview. I only watched the clip of her comforting the journalist and the journalist was so nervous and was like, it's my first time. And I think she was kind of young and Kate like leaned over and put her hand like, you know, on the journalist's hand and was like, this is going to be a great interview. We're going to make it the best because, you know, That's yeah. awesome. so anywho, and those are your three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. You know how there's things that were like ingrained in us as a kid that like we can't stop doing even though it's not true anymore? Like, you know, my parents used to always say like, you know, if you have the windows open, don't turn the air conditioning on in yes. the car. Like stuff like that. And it just is permanently yes. holds space in your brain. I found another one of those for me. Okay. It is the changing printer ink cartridges. Because I don't know if you had a printer growing up. We had one. And I remember my dad would like spread out newspaper on his desk before he would change it because it was so messy to change it. And he would get ink all over his hands and all of this what stuff. What kind of printer did y'all have? It, I'm pretty sure it was so like, like a, an HP. Like a big old Gutenberg thing where you're actually putting no. letter tiles in and pressing it like a. No, it was. Like I'm a, pretty Like a Williamsburg print shop. Maybe I'm wrong, but I feel for a long time that you would get ink on your hands when you changed a printer cartridge. And I changed ours yesterday and I was like very careful not to touch it. And then I'm like, wait a minute, it's 2023 we don't have ink on our hands anymore. Like right. it's fine. You can just change out a printer cartridge hassle free, but yeah, seared into my mind that whenever you change your ink, you're going to have ink all over the place. Hi friend. It's T-Bird. Okay. This is so funny. You're talking about people don't know much about their cars. All right. So I know that there are sedans, pickups, vans, and SUVs. Well, in a sports car, but that's all I know. I don't, my own car I know is white in a sedan. If people ask me what kind of car I have, I even right now, I'm like, is it a Toyota or is it a Honda? I'm not really sure. I got to look at the manual. I literally don't know. So when I'm going out like from a store into the parking lot to find my car, unless I push the little tink, I'm screwed because there are 8 billion white sedans. Um, it's just always been a thing to me. All pickup trucks are the same thing. Unless you have the different colors, black, red, white pickup truck. I have no clue what kind, what size, what brand, what, whatever. It's just something I kind of don't care about. Don't care. Okay. Love y'all. Hello from paradise. Okay. Bye. Hey, Callie, just wanted to give you a book suggestion. Don't know if you have read it yet or not, but this past weekend, I read Dave Grohl's Storyteller, and I know that you're 
music industry, and I think it's something that you would really love. I could not put it down. I finished it in two and a half days. So good. So just wanted to give you that suggestion. Have a great day. Bye. Hey, guys. It's Edie. Two things. Number one, Kelly, I absolutely picture Jeff in tidy whities and nothing else when you said he's in his underwear. So thank you for that. And one other thing. Um, why don't you just spray the mailbox with some Flexi Seal and see if that takes care of it. It's like a couple of bucks in a can, just like spray paint. And you might not have to bother your landlord. And if it doesn't work, call your landlord. But seriously, it'll seal it up. Just a couple of minutes and a quick spray. Anyway, y'all have a great day. Bye. Um, I just have to say really quick, I was on a road trip and went to turn you guys on. I didn't have reception, so my podcast wouldn't play. So I had to turn on. The morning radio and morning radio shows, you guys, are so cringy. I was down in, like, the boondocks of Atlanta, so I did get the local radio stations that we all remember. It's so bad, you guys. It is so cringy and terrible. I had to turn it off, and I was like, I will just listen to this island. Um, so I want to say, missed you guys when I couldn't hear you. Um, you guys are awesome. Love you. Bye. Hey, Kelly and Jeff. Um, episode 21, you're talking about mindlessly scrolling while you're watching, you know, Ellie's TV. Um, before Jeff mentioned about picking up a book, I was like, oh, read, read, read. It worked wonders with ex- especially our two youngest because we realized what we were doing. Um, I now have a 13-year-old who has every electronic under the sun and will sit there and read a book while the TV is on. Um, so, yeah, it definitely works. It definitely puts something in their mind. Um, they're both above average or above their grade um, readers and read all the time. Um, We are constantly at the library getting books. So yes, read in front of her. Um, It's going to work wonders. Bye. Don't talk about what you're going to do. Don't just dream about what you're going to do. Don't criticize somebody else for what they're not doing. You be it. Be about it. Be about that action and go do it. Keep your eye on your intention. Don't let any outside distraction or your own insecurity stop you from your goals.